You're listening to Banal Leakage, episode 94. It was a massacre. Recording, recording this during the week starting Sunday, February 5th. Well, not really. It's rolled over to now it's February 15th, so 10 days later. <laughs> um, anyway, the end of another NFL season. Now on to the so-called massacres. So with that, let's start the news. Bowling Green Massacre, The Alternative Facts by Kellyanne Conway. Oh, my God. So back on February 3rd, Kellyanne Conway was a guest on MSNBC's Hardball with Chris Matthews and was defending the seven-country Muslim ban when she referred to the Bowling Green Massacre. So Chris misconnecting her, or correcting her, and obviously so did his staff. (laughs) So there was no such massacre. What she was referring to was two Iraqi citizens that were living in Bowling Green, Kentucky, that were charged and sent to prison for their attempt to send weapons and money to Al-Qaeda back in 2011. Now, if uh, on my uh, Muslim ban episode, I, I mentioned some details about this. This is when the first uh, thing that Obama did where he uh, increased the vetting of those coming in from countries. You know, back then it wasn't seven countries, it was four, uh, or three or four. And then, he, you know, back in 2015, 2016, he added, you know, the additional countries to make it a total of seven. There was no ban under Obama. Uh, there was just a better vetting based on what had happened with these Iraqi uh, citizens that were living in Bowling Green, Kentucky. So there was no terrorist attack. No one was killed. Uh, so she claimed she misspoke and meant to say Bowling Green terrorists. But, yeah, yeah this is where a lot of people are quick to quick to do research on this. Yeah. So... Uh, there were two other previous times where Miss Conway, Miss Line Alternative Fact Lady here, spokesperson, if you will, I guess, uh, where she mentioned the same Bowling Green massacre. You know, there was no misspeaking on this. You know, I think it was, you know, obviously this is not a misspeak. It was an inten- this was intentional, as she had done before, to use alternative facts to inject false narratives into the public. So, you know, diehard Trump supporters, unapologetic that will believe everything, you know, are out there going, see, see, she misspoke. Even the previous two times, you know, you know they, they miss, you know, I mean, if any of us misspeak, you know, it's, you know, if, we, if you do it once or twice, okay, three times, four times, five times, you know, how many other, uh, you know, times did she mention this that hasn't been uncovered yet? Who knows, but uh, the alternative facts are speaking here. So, um, you know, it's just this level of using a non-event mixed with a small thread of truth to confuse the public needs to stop. So, like I said, I covered the fake news and the Muslim ban in separate episodes that we should always be on watch and get the facts corrected. Uh, It's hard when people like Kellyanne are constantly injecting their words on these shows. So my opinion... And it's the opinion of many others that I've seen on Twitter and and some and 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 other and news and things like that, is that no one should ever have her on. Her words cannot be trusted. She should be rejected from every news organization. <laughs> well, except for Fox News, who pretty much would be her only place to, to air her made made up stories. You know, 
So, yeah, just uh, don't, don't, no. You know, call it what it is. You intentionally misspoke, <laughs> if that's a, a term now. <laughs> I I intentionally misspoke. <laughs> so, yeah, and no, none of these news people, the legitimate news organizations, a lot, none of them should have them on, have her on anymore. Super Bowl 51, the Patriots come from behind for the win and the first ever overtime in Super Bowl history. So getting this out up front here, I am not a Patriots fan, never have been and never will be. I don't hate the the team, I really don't hate them, but just not a fan. So any team that plays against them, I am rooting for them. So it's obvious I was rooting for the Falcons. And during the first half, I was pretty excited with the score uh, being 28-3. to But then someone must have done a talking to Tom Brady and his team during the wonderful Lady Gaga halftime show. Yes, I'm not really a fan of Lady Gaga, but I admitted she really put on a great show. So anyway, the Patriots came back and scored 25 unanswered points in the second half of the game. And when the end of the fourth quarter happened, regulation time hit zero. The score was tied at 28-28, yeah. Yeah, you don't think I... I mean, I was kind of drinking, but not heavily, you know, just kind of like casually drinking. You know, we had... My wife and I were eating some, you know, hot wings and, you know, and just kind of enjoying the game. And and I was like, oh, oh my. (laughs) So this was the first time in Super Bowl history that a game went into overtime. Yeah, I thought, you know, in all these years, 51 Super Bowls... Wow, first time for overtime. So overtime rules are if a team scores a field goal, the other team gets a chance to score a field goal or a touchdown. If a team scores a touchdown in the new 15-minute game period, then they win the game. And for those of you that watched the game, knew exactly what happened. Patriots scored a touchdown, and they won. And for me, that was the quickest I had ever turned off my television after the game was over. You know, I just I didn't really want to see any coverage. Whatever, you know. All right, there's Tom Brady winning another Super Bowl. There's, oh, 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 oh okay, whatever, you know. So um, I'm not going to mention any Tom Brady uh, uh, things here. You know, I mean, there was a, you know, he, he did miss the first four games of the season, Uh you know, but uh, I'm not going to go into all that. You know, it's just, you know, they won, but, you know, and I'm sure mistakes were made in the game in the first part and mistakes were made in the second part. But, hey, I, you know what? I really wanted my team, the Oakland Raiders, to win, which would have prevented a Patriots win because <laughs> the Raiders would have had to beat the Patriots in, uh, in uh, postseason, in the playoffs. So, yeah. So yeah, there's uh, well, there's always next year. Go Raiders! And uh, kind of a preview of uh, this week's shameless plug. Betsy DeVos or Devos? I I, I don't really want to uh, uh, mar uh, you know Devo the band, the new wave band uh, at all. But uh, anyway, um, and Jeff Sessions get confirmed for Department of Education and Attorney General positions, respectively, there. Um, it was very contested for both Betsy and Jeff, which, with pretty much going down party lines to confirm both of these inexperienced and polarizing candidates for America's highest positions, uh, the Department of Education and Attorney General. So with Betsy, the Amway billionaire, uh, 
there were two Republicans that crossed over with their no votes. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> Okay, you know. So that uh that that made it uh that that made it a tie vote, you know. So um but uh, but before the tie vote, uh, which you know meant so all we needed was one more GOP no vote to stop her confirmation. But after many calls, emails, social media posts, they couldn't get a third GOP to switch their vote. So who broke the tie? Vice President Mike Pence, which was another first that's never happened. Uh, the vice president, which uh, has the tie-breaking vote uh, as part of you know Congress and House and everything, but uh, never happened before. So, so yeah, so, you know... I, I just don't get how how people could have gotten to that point. You know, it's like, it's a tie. One more of you. I mean, like I said, lots and lots of calls and emails and tweets and Facebook posts and, and voicemails left and everything. And they couldn't, not one more GOP person could vote. Or, you know, so I'm like, nope, oh, all right, yeah, yeah, that's weird. So it just amazes me that someone whose only educational experience was pushing for charter schools over public schools um, back in her home state of Michigan, you know, which there's a lot of history of how public education has been eroded over the years thanks to her money and, and influence and everything. Um, you know, how could she could qualify for such a position? But hey, who am I to second guess the millions she sent to Republicans over the years to buy this position? Or maybe I don't know what the Trump ad- admin maybe has in plans to train her you know, in the ways of education. Oh my God, I'm trying to. I, I can't laugh and I, I can't say that and not laugh. You know, <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll offer you training. You know. <laughs> oh my. So, uh, as for Jeff Sessions, his racist past should have been enough to keep him from getting nominated. So, uh, even Cory Booker, Senator Cory Booker, uh, took to the mic and became a rare time when a senator slammed another senator. Yeah, it was pretty... But his words were a bit on the compromising side, as he ended up having a previous statement where he praised Sessions... And that was used against him, you know. So, you know, anyway, regardless, this administration seems to just push these unqualified cabinet members right on through, heavy resistance or not. So um, don't, you know, don't be discouraged. I mean, it's probably going to probably all these the future cabinet members are going to be pushed through as well. But, hey, keep up the resistance. You know, that's, you know, let your voice be heard. Let these members of Congress know that, hey, they... Uh, they they require uh, their them to be reelected, uh, and if you can push enough, I think we can make it past this. This week's rant: retail and online reward points expired. So, during the holidays, I shopped at Dick's Sporting Goods and used coupons to get extra points. So I earned a ten dollar reward that expires. Uh, in three days, yeah, or four days. Well, I was going to record this yesterday, so, but it expires on February 18th. If I don't use that, I lose it. So another store, I shopped at Office Depot and Office Max a lot during the holiday seasons, and uh, anyway, earned a $10 reward certificate that expired on December 31st. Fortunately, I made a note and remembered and to use it before it expired. So my beef is that why these... Why should these rewards expire if you spent money to earn them? 
It's like a gift card that has balances that expire. It doesn't make any sense. So I get coupons or promos that expire. You know, okay, I get it. You know, hey, coupon expires, you know, in 10 days or something, you know, 20 days or whatever, you know, and you got to use it before it expires, you know. Or a promo. Hey, if you come during this week of our ad, you, you get these specials. I get it. Uh, those make sense. But these rewards that you spent money to earn, these are, you know, it's it's literally cash. I mean, you can, if you spend, if you get a $10 reward and you spend $10, you know, you, essentially you get it for free and just, you know, except for paying the tax, you know. And, uh, you know, but why, why do they expire? Well, I know the exact reason why companies want them to expire, because it's free money to you. And if you use them, uh, uh, but if you don't use them and they expire, they don't have to pay out for the rewards you earned. You know, so it's like free money to them essentially. You know, um, you know, it would be nice for them to actually let the reward be good forever. You know, yeah, duh. Why wouldn't that be? So let the customer spend it when they are ready. Don't you know? And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm talking to more than just Dick Sporting Goods and Office Depot and Office Max. I mean, there's a ton of stores that are like this that do the same thing. Hey, come use your reward. Uh, expires in two weeks. Hey, come use, you know, hey, you earned, you spent a lot enough money that your reward expires, you know. I mean, even like Nordstrom and other ones, you know, I get these $20 things. They expire. Granted, they're good for about a year. So, that, that uh, you know, I'll give them a, a you know, a generous uh, pass here. Um, but it should never expire. Just, you know, hey, it, use it when you use it. You know, if you don't use it for two years, you can have it for two years. So anyway, companies, learn your lesson. Otherwise, we're going to start shopping elsewhere. This week's shameless plug. Proud Raiders fan here that the team went 12-4 and four this season. Yeah, 12 wins, 4 losses out of uh, the 17-week season. Of course, one of those uh, weeks, they every team gets a bye. means they don't play. So I've been a Raiders fan since 1982 when they moved to Los Angeles. A friend of mine had season tickets, and I went to a few games with him. I was elated that they won the 1984 Super Bowl, and that would be the last time they would, would have won a Super Bowl. So over the years, it's not been easy being a fan. There have been some good seasons, but since 2002, the team has struggled a lot. So then... Then we then we have the 2016 season where quarterback Derek Carr, you know, pulled through for first 15 weeks. And then in week 16 he got injured. Yeah, I think uh, his fibula, if I remember right, broke his fibula. That's pretty serious, you know. Uh and uh so, you know, they they won that week 16 uh over the Indianapolis Colts. But he was out, and so the Raiders would end up losing their next two games. Uh, one, the last ga- season ga- season game against the Broncos, and their first uh, round against Houston Texans, uh, the first round of playoffs. So they got pushed out of the playoffs uh, after that. And uh, but you know, even still, they went twelve and four. You know, I, I mean, I mentioned that that's pretty good. I mean, twelve and four. I mean, uh, you know, Kansas City Chiefs went twelve and four too. So. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, this whole, you know, should be proud for their having their best season in 14 years. You know, I was very happy to be rooting for them. Uh, you know, let's hope uh, Derek Carr heals and they can make it further for the 2017-2018 season. Ooh, <laughs> would be nice. So I guess we'll see here. 
going to hell in a handbasket. Want to leave feedback? Email podcast at banalleakage.com. Thank you for listening. And as always, if you can't be specific, just be random.